0: What is going on? Happy Friday. Welcome to the program. Pete Callender here. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. I want to welcome to the program Scott Huffman. He is a Democratic candidate running for North Carolina's 8th Congressional District. The 8th District runs uh, from uh, Concord to Spring Lake including the counties of uh, Duke, Duke Cabarrus County, Montgomery County, Moore County, Hoke, and Stanley County, as well as portions of Rowan and Cumberland. Welcome to the program, Scott. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm very good. Thank you for having me. But just to correct, uh, the district actually is Davidson, Rowan, Montgomery, Stanley, Union, Anson, and half of Cabarrus and three-quarters of Richmond. So that'll be the new district that I'm running for.
0: And so tell people a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, um, again, thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. Uh, I'm a Navy veteran, small business owner. I do information technology, cybersecurity. You know, if I always like to tell my customers, if they listen to me, I can keep the Russians out of their computers. Um, I'm a husband, a father to three children. Uh, my wife is a North Carolina teacher, um, and I've been um, in information technology for 20, I think going on 27 years, and prior to that, I uh, did home improvement work, and prior to that, I served uh, in the United States Navy. Uh, I was a radioman uh, and uh, got to see a million places and a million faces. So, um, really, a great opportunity uh, uh, to see the world and to serve my um, country. And I've lived my entire life here in. Uh, this area. I'm originally from Rowan County, Spencer. I'm the son of a single mother who worked as a uh, truck stop waitress in Salisbury and, uh, you know, I understand the struggles that working-class folks like myself are dealing with here in, in North Carolina and the district. Um, and, you know, she raised us. Uh, my father left uh, her before he knew I was on the way. And, um, uh, you know, I grew up with an older brother, older sister. And, uh, you know, we understand the struggles uh, that are going on. I remember when my mother uh, would come home at the end of a long day and she would dump out all the uh, coins that she earned from her tips. and. And I was always that little organizer. I had all my coin wrappers ready uh, so we could organize those dimes, pennies, nickels, quarters, uh, and get them into the bank the, the next day. So uh, that's a little bit about me.
0: So and your website is Scotthuffman.com. dot com. That's H-U-F-F-M-A-N, Scott dot com, if people want to learn more about you and the issues and that sort of thing. Um, and so how you ended up here was because I had Congressman Dan Bishop on. That's your opponent that you're running against in November um and uh uh you sent out a tweet asking for uh, uh to to be provided time to come on as well uh and uh your 70 something thousand uh followers on Twitter then began uh spamming me with all sorts of uh, demands for equal time which just for the record I'm not required under the bona fide news uh, uh uh rules but I always offer everybody opportunity to come on and so i had no problem bringing you on um and i'm not saying that for your benefit i'm saying that for the people who uh who like you and follow you on twitter and uh, may not be aware of that uh so i just wanted to put that out there for your uh, for your listeners so
1: oh yeah thanks so much i appreciate that
0: mm-hmm. so um i started uh talking with congressman bishop Um, about a particular topic. That's why I had him on uh, to talk about the committee hearings that were going on and some of the topics that had uh, come up. So I guess I'll sort of start with you where I started with him, which was this question of uh, it was on abortion in these hearings, but it was also um, more fundamental, which I guess we should start there, which is Can you define for me what is a woman? That was what we were talking about. So, and in the larger context of uh, postmodernism, so what was the? uh, What's your definition of a woman? What is a woman?
1: You you know, that that's that's interesting that you start to show off with that. I I really think it's not worth the effort to discuss that because people in the district are more worried about why they're working two jobs. You know, sixty percent of our district are struggling paycheck to paycheck. You know, sixty percent of our district uh, have to deal with children they can't feed. I mean, you know, Dan Bishop should really be worried about why aren't we renewing the school lunch program that expires the end of june 30th and you know ten ten million 10 million children are going to be kicked off this program and in my opinion food insecurity is a national security risk and you know I don't understand why that question keeps popping out since Marcia Blackburn brought that up. Because, you know, who cares? What does that have to do with the job of a congressman? Did it you has well, Absolutely, it has absolutely okay. nothing to do
0: with. It, it, it kind of does. Um, did you listen to the interview that I did with your opponent?
1: You know, I, I li- listened to some of it. Yes, i right. not all of it, but you know, I don't recall that part of the uh, the the, the uh, interview. All right. But, You know, I do recall that he didn't talk about children struggling in our district. I do recall that he didn't talk about why he voted no against veterans who were exposed to toxic burn pits serving our country. You know, I didn't hear him talk about why he voted no to help our veterans who leave active duty service. And then don't have health care when they get out. I mean, uh, those are more important questions that people want to know in the district. They, they could care less about this whole, whole gotcha question that you're trying to throw on me.
0: But it's not, why, so why, why do you call it a gotcha question?
1: Because it is.
0: Why, why?
1: Why don't you tell me why you think it's a gotcha question?
0: I don't think it is, so I couldn't. So I'm, but you said oh, it okay. is. Okay. So I was asking, okay. I'm asking why you think that it is. You
1: know, it, it, you know, it has nothing to do with governance. You know, that's one thing that Dan Bishop hasn't done while he's been in office. He hasn't governed. He hasn't shown that he's the leader that the working class folks need in our district. I mean, he has whined and griped about inflation, gas prices, uh, baby formula. Yet he voted against every bill that would help address those issues. You know, he voted against the, the uh, uh, infrastructure bill that's helping to repair our roads and bridges. And yet he's out there he voted no, but he's out there making sure that these people know that they're getting these uh, payments in our district. I mean, that's like going out and c- cutting ribbons for something you didn't support, uh, you know, like they do at these uh, break groundbreaking ribbon uh, ceremonies.
0: So uh, why, why would you consider it a gotcha question?
1: I'm not going to waste more time on that, man. Let's move on.
0: Well, no, I'm, I'm, I brought you on. I'm You know, my show and I I talked with Bishop about it. People wanted equal time. So this is what we talked about. And so I was going to give you the opportunity, but you called it a gotcha question. I don't consider it to be one. And so I'm curious why you call it that.
1: You know, there's nothing to talk about this. I don't understand why we can't talk about
0: the Oh, I disagree. People. No, no, I, well, dis- I disagree. Well, yeah. that's both of us.
1: You yeah. know, I disagree that, that we have to have this discussion. Why aren't you wanting to have more discussions about what's happening in the district?
0: Well, absolutely we can. I've got a whole bunch of them, but this was just the oh, first okay. one. And the first okay. one, and you, you're, you're, you're calling it a gotcha question. and well, so you know, Look,
1: I, look I, I don't care what someone calls for themselves. And neither should you, and neither should anybody else. That has nothing to do with governing.
0: So, all right, so if you're saying that the basic definitions have nothing to do with governing... Right? That's, that, that's what you're asserting, is that a basic definition has <laughs> you, you nothing know, to do none with of my governance.
1: Business what somebody It's none of my business what somebody wants to identify themselves as. I, I,
0: and I agree with you on that. At a, a th- personal th- level, Scott, I agree with you at a personal level. Oh, I don't okay. care what somebody identifies as. Dude, I'm a lowercase-l libertarian. I don't care, okay? Oh, I don't okay. care what people say, uh, what they are. However, there is, there is a tie-in to governance, because if you can't agree on basic definitions that would then be universally applied, Right. That poses a problem when crafting policy that would be universally applied. So I disagree with you that it has nothing to do with governance, particularly when you're talking like under the uh, in the realm of uh, rights and protections and protected status and that sort of thing. It does actually have an impact. You're seeing it with the playing out of the Title IX uh, challenges and such. So that's why I asked the question.
1: Well, you know, that gets back to the bigger problem. That's, that's the problem with Dems and Republicans. Republicans have an entirely different set of facts than the rest of the world. Okay? So, you know, that even if you're a libertarian, that should upset you as well. What is the that, difference yeah, in it's facts? a different
0: set of facts. What was the different set of facts?
1: Oh, well, gee, a uh, different <coughs> set of facts, uh, uh, you know. Is...
0: On this. On this. You, 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 you said oh, oh, that based okay. on this, so I'm asking what okay. is the different set of you, facts you, on this topic?
1: You know, we're never going to agree to progress until we can all agree on what are facts and
0: what are facts. I agree. Yes. So what's a woman? Let's get that fact out.
1: You know, listen, I'm not going to discuss it.
0: You're not going to discuss? Is that because you... I'm not
1: you... going to discuss what people want to identify themselves That's not what I'm asking. I'm not... Yeah, Obviously, it seems like that's where we are.
0: No, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking, because you said we have to agree on a basic set of facts, and so a basic set of facts would be a universal understanding of a definition so we know when someone says the word, we know what we're talking about, and that's why I'm asking, because, see, this gets to the heart of sort of the the postmodernist philosophy, right? And, and, that's, and, that, and that is a fundamental rejection of... And so this is part of the issue, I think, that we are having in a larger context when you talk about the different set of facts... Well, That's why this to is, to is important
1: inflation. What is, what is this discussion about what a woman is? Has to it's do just where with I started.
0: Inflation. I've got question. I've got a question about inflation. But if this okay. but if you're going to say these are all gotcha questions, refuse to answer anything. I don't know. I mean, what's the purpose of me asking a question if you're not going to want to answer it? And uh, but, again, but, but I'm but trying I to seek. A, I,
1: have, I have been answering. it. You haven't. You just don't like my answer.
0: Your answer is you don't want to answer.
1: No, that's not what I said. Sure it is. My universal understanding is that people should identify to who they are and what they want to be. And, you know, you just don't like my answer. No, that's not not what I asked, Scott.
0: (laughs) Scott, that wasn't what I asked. I asked you what's a woman, and you don't want to answer that question. You then said the other part about, you know, letting people identify. And I said I agree, let people identify however they want. I don't care about that. But I asked you what the definition was in your mind, and, and you don't want to answer that.
1: Well, well, I'm glad we at least agree on the fact that people should be able to identify who they are.
0: I don't care way. what people identify as, and you keep saying that, and all I'm asking is what's the mm-hmm. definition of man or woman? Just You could pick a man. If you want to define a man, you can do that, too. But I'm just asking what the definition you use are.
1: I, you know, I, I, like I said, I want to talk about the issues that really right. affect our district i have yet to come across in anybody in our district who has asked me that question except radio show talk hosts like yourself and republicans who try to attack a woman's right to make her own decision with her body
0: all right so and, you don't want to talk about that you want to talk about uh, abortion that's fine you just mentioned it we'll get into that up next first i'm going to put you on hold News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT, The Pete Callender Show. Joining me is Scott Huffman. He is a candidate uh, for North Carolina's 8th Congressional District. You can read more about him, uh, his bio, and his uh, stance on the issues at scotthuffman.com. That's H-U-F-F-M-A-N, scotthuffman.com. So, Scott, uh, you mentioned before uh, the break about uh, women's right to choose. Um, so, and I saw it was in your Twitter profile as well. You, uh, uh, hashtag, I think, pro choice or something. So, uh, would you vote to um, codify Roe versus Wade if you were to win this seat? If uh, would you be would you be voting to codify Roe v Wade in the House? Yes. All right, and why?
1: Because it. It's a woman's right to control her own body. I don't think government should be telling her to be forced to have a pregnancy, especially when it comes to rape and incest and other issues that affect uh, women's lives if they're carrying a child. I mean, you know, it, 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 you know, I, I'm I'm Roman Catholic, and um, you know, I was brought up. In the Catholic faith. And, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with our view on abortion, but it's not my right to force my religious views on anyone. And, you know, quite frankly, that's why we have separation of church and state.
0: So uh, I, too, uh, was raised as a Roman Catholic as well. So I'm very aware of the Catholic position on abortion. So um, the question for me fundamentally on the abortion debate has always been uh, when do the rights attach? When do civil rights, human rights, when do they attach to uh, the, the infant?
1: Well, I think God answered that question. I think he answered that question very distinctly. He, he said basically that when he breathes life into that child, he becomes a man or a woman, and that's at birth. That is Genesis 2-7.
0: But, well, we don't know what a man and a woman is, so we'll have to redefine that. But so, uh, any, so, so, so you're saying what, at, at the point of birth then?
1: Well, that's what the Bible says.
0: But uh, did you not just say that you can't impose your religious views on other people?
1: That's right, I can't. But I'm just saying what the Bible says. That is, right, uh, but... by me quoting the Bible, isn't me oppo- imposing my will upon somebody else's body autonomy. Okay? And that's what we're seeing. You know, Does anybody have a right to come to you and tell you to get a vasectomy?
0: I don't believe so, no.
1: Okay, well, good. Then we don't have a right to go tell a woman what to do with the choices she has to make. The relationship is between the doctor and the patient, just like your relationship to have a vasectomy would be between your doctor and yourself.
0: So do you not consider that life in the womb to be a human?
1: Um, You know, it's interesting that we try to define when life begins, but I'll refer you back to what Genesis 2-7 says.
0: Why not go with the science?
1: Well, the science... It's interesting that Republicans now finally believe in it. Where were they when they didn't accept the science about wearing a mask? Where were they about the science that, uh, uh, about the vaccinations? Where, I mean, come on, man. You can't pick and choose the science that fits your narrative. And let's really talk about Do you about have this. any idea,
0: hang on, Scott, do you have any idea what my position on masking and, and uh, the vaccinations were?
1: No, I don't. Well,
0: tell me. Uh, why, so wait a minute. So why are you deflecting towards those topics that you know nothing of my views on and by the way might surprise you but why would you deflect to that when i said why not follow the science about when life begins well,
1: well i'm not talking about you i'm talking about Oh, right, well i the, am the republicans are going. okay
0: when, when you mean, said you, you i choosing, i took that are you picking and choosing science no no so i'm sorry i took that to mean when you said you i took that to mean me but okay so you meant the king's you all right fine so yeah. um all right so when does life begin in your view
1: I believe life begins at the moment of birth. At,
0: at the, the moment, of, okay, and that's a religious view.
1: I, you know, that's a view within the Bible. Yes.
0: Okay, so it's not a, a science-based view. <laughs> no, I, I beca- well, let me ask you a question. No, let me I, ask you a question. I'm not running for you, Congress.
1: Listen, no, no, no. Hold on, man. You're, you know, what if you know science does do some incredible things, mm-hmm. and yes, we need to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. But you know. A child at the, you know, Republicans like to say life begins at the moment of conception. Well, okay, if life begins at the moment of conception, then take out those cells and see if they can survive outside the womb.
0: All right, so, all know, right, so, wait, are you saying then that this is a, uh, this is a, a viability outside the womb test and not a geographical test?
1: Geographics yeah, and viability. That's an interesting choice.
0: Well, geographic with, would be just outside of the uterine wall, basically. Like, the person has now, you know, breached that wall. They're outside, and so now they're a person. I, again, my simple question is, when do the rights attach? And, and it sounds like you're saying only after the the, the baby is completely born, right?
1: You know, it's, it's to me, I'll say this again, my views are my personal views. You said that said no no you're codifying said, Roe
0: v. Wade, that's why I'm asking this you said you would codify it so I want to know I'm testing the boundaries of what you would be what you would find acceptable
1: You know what I find acceptable, in my view is for a woman to choose what to do with her body and when I talk to women in this district, they talk about her life. I have met many women who have gone through the struggles of carrying a child almost up until the point to when it can be born mm-hmm. only to find out that the child was still born. Yeah. Still still uh, you know, and and republicans passing laws uh, in these trigger laws throughout the throughout the country mm-hmm. would Criminalize that woman for having a miscarriage? Is is that right?
0: No, I Did would say no, and I would that? say that there would probably need to be some sort of protections for that. But that doesn't, again, that's that's fine. I understand your position, but I'm going to circle back to this, like Jen pisaki would say. I'm going to circle back uh, because uh, I, I I don't feel like you're explaining it to me. Maybe you are, and I'm just missing it. That's possible. So I'm going to put you back on hold. Scott Huffman is a Democratic candidate for North Carolina's eighth district. Mm-hmm. News Talk eleven ten ninety nine three WBT, the Pete Callender Show. I'm the Pete of the show, and uh, joining me is Scott Huffman. He is the Democratic candidate for North Carolina's eighth congressional district. His website ScottHuffman.com. Uh So Scott, just I want to be uh, be clear before I move on to the next topic here, just from the a little bit of cleanup from the last one. I just want to be clear that uh, when I ask the question of when do rights attach. Your, it seemed like you were saying, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like you were saying that the rights attached to the human after the birth of the human, correct?
1: You know, the rights attached to the mother.
0: I understand that, but for the, the child. Are, okay. No, but I understand that, but for it's the her child. Body. When the body. Huh? It's her body. I understand that. There's no disputing that. Uh, but I'm oh, okay. asking, when do the rights attach to all humans? So, and, and it sounded like you said that if you're permitting, uh, if you're permitting abortion up until the point of birth, um, then that would mean that the rights attach after the point of birth, right, for all humans?
1: You know, like I said, it's the right of the mother. I understand that.
0: Okay, well, I'm so, but I'm asking
1: just, why are why are we so fixated on this whole issue? When do you want an answer to that? Everybody I can... in the district, nobody has asked me about my views on abortion. They've they don't me, have what to. What am I going to do to bring jobs back into our community? You know, you know, and Dan Bishop hasn't done any of that.
0: I mean, he was, I don't know. Charlotte uh, Pipe and Foundry's a pretty big get, right? Do what? Charlotte Pipe and Foundry's a pretty big get.
1: Well, you know, what was a pretty big get was the PayPal headquarters that were going to bring over 400 high-paying jobs to mm-hmm. Charlotte. But they decided not to come into Charlotte when Dan Bishop drafted that bathroom bill to target less than but 1% PayPal, but of the But that's Charlotte. Population. Charlotte's
0: not your district. Are we talking about issues in the I'm district? I'm talking
1: about how that economy of that money that would have come into Mecklenburg County bleeds over into all the other okay. counties. That's a fact.
0: All right. So just to be clear, the rights attach at birth, not before.
1: Just to be clear, the rights attached to the mother.
0: I'm not asking it's, about the mother, Scott. I'm asking about. I know the know you're new...
1: asking me, but I'm telling you where I view the rights. We that's don't why disagree. I'm a pro-choice candidate. So that's when why do I'm a pro-choice candidate? You know, I'm telling you, it's about the mother. It's not about anything else.
0: Okay. And we've got to stop. All it. right. So that's a yes. So that's a yes. The rights attached at I, birth. Did I say yes? You, yeah, you did. <laughs> you said that. That's when life begins. You know, is, you
1: know, is your sperm regulated, man? Come on. What are you talking about? I'm talking about? about the mother here. It's her right to make her decision, and we cannot
0: ignore that. I'm not ignoring that. How
1: women to become a second-class citizen. I'm they not, saying that, I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying that either, I know either, you're Scott. not, but I'm letting you know that I will fight for women's rights to make those decisions. And
0: I'm asking, decisions. right, and that's, and that's precisely why and I'm then, asking. And
1: then once that child's born, I'll fight for that child. Okay. To make sure they have so there you go. Care. They have health care. They make sure that they have access to a public Once the child school. is born. They have access to not going hungry. Good. You know, Dan Bishop hasn't done any of that. All right. He doesn't care about when that child is born. He likes to take those things away
0: from children. Okay. Okay, so that, that, so that is the yes, then. You said once the child is born, then you'll fight for all those things. So that is when... Well, the, I'm just
1: telling you how the Republicans like to fight for... I'm not
0: asking about them, Scott. You're the one that running that for Congress. Born Scott, into a child, hang on. They Scott. seem to
1: forget all these other social programs that we need. Scott. We're a village, for God's sake. Scott. We're, not, we're, we're supposed to make sure we take care of everybody in our country. Right. And we're not doing that. Dan Bishop is only worried oh about goodness. taking resources from our district and redistributing them to the extreme rich.
0: Okay, so... Here's the thing, Scott. I'm asking you what your views are, and I understand that it's very easy to go and attack the other people because it's just in a debate. In debate, it's it's much easier to to you know turn and attack someone for not doing something or uh, highlight the difference of a position. But these are, so far, the only questions I've asked you are just been your views on a particular topic, and you've you've responded with the attacks on on the uh, other people. And so I'm simply asking your views. And that I think it's important for people to know what your views are because, look, we're not going to know every single uh, issue that comes before the Congress. If you were to win and you're in there, uh, who knows what's going to come before you, right? I mean, I can't predict the future. You can't either. So I just ask these questions that are philosophical more so in nature because I don't know what the potential issue is going to be specifically as it arrives on your desk to look at, right? That's why – so I try to get an understanding – So I would know what guides you.
1: You you know, I, 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 you know, the the issue is, is I think, you know, you're talking about a hypothetical.
0: I'm not. Okay. It's actually very and, real. And,
1: and, and, you know, I've given you my views. What happens to a woman's body is up to a woman. We have to address public service. And oh. I believe in serving See, what is going on in the district. So, you know, I think I've given my answer on how I view this and what I'll do right. to fight for working-class folks here in the district.
0: All right, so do you understand, though, that this is, that when I ask when rights obtained and when they attach, that that is a policy question as well, right? You do realize that, right? Whose policy? It's, it, it's a legal policy, it's law, it's congressional policy. If, when I Again, because I asked about codifying Roe v. Wade, and so if you're at the table to sit down and discuss these things, and what if there are people inside, the, you know, if the Democrats maintain a majority, there are people inside the Democratic Party, uh, elected officials, and they're, like, wanting to put limitations, and you're having this internal debate, right? Uh, uh, and at that core debate is when do the rights attach? And so it is a policy question when crafting law, right? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the guiding principles you're going to use in order to craft the law. That's why I asked the question about well, when well, well, rights are yeah, attached. And I can
1: appreciate that. That's good. You know, my guiding principles are going to be this. I believe that a woman, we, uh, what happens
0: yeah. to a woman's body
1: is up to we, I, I understand. And I want to leave that there. Right. And, okay. so yeah.
0: yeah, I understand. What's next? Um, so you tweeted this week that your opponent is a white supremacist and is running on white supremacy in plain sight. Can you, um, can you tell me what the... Uh, why you say that? What the evidence is for that?
1: The, well, I mean, he invested in Gab, a white nationalist platform.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he has espoused white nationalist ideology.
0: Like, such he as? He doesn't
1: denounce the Proud Boys. He doesn't denounce uh, the KKK. So, uh, until he denounces these, you know, I was, I, the other day I was in um, uh, Union County at a family group, and, um, you know, the Republicans were putting out flyers that said America first. You know, America First is a white supremacist statement, and, you know, running on that platform m- means you support white supremacy. And, you know, he hasn't ever denounced the uh, Confederate flag that walked through the Capitol that was paraded. Never in our entire history did that did our Capitol ever get assaulted like that. Mm. I mean, he supported the big lie. He denounced the fair election. He attacked the January 6th committee. And he said last night on his safe spaces like Newsmax and Fox News that, you know, America had returned to the love of hockey. And yet our democracy was assaulted. White nationalists, the KKK, white supremacy, they they aspire to be fascist. And everything he is doing is leading our nation down into... That type of democracy. I serve my country, man, you know, and I see this as plain as day that Republicans have abandoned governing and have moved into politics. Well, I wouldn't even call it politics. They've moved into an authoritarian that the minority needs to rule, and it's their rule, their laws. Tough. And, you know, we haven't seen any real leadership out of Dan Bishop. We haven't seen him have town halls. Why hasn't he held a single town hall in the district? I have been to these town halls. I have held town hall events for my campaign. You know, in the wake of the Charlottesville uh, thing that happened under Trump, you know, Dan Bishop didn't do anything to denounce what had happened up there where the, uh, 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 you know, Heather Heyer was murdered by a white supremacist. So I just think it's important that people know that Dan Bishop is a QAnon insurrectionist sympathizer who supports the overthrow of our democracy.
0: Hmm. Uh, what was the evidence for the QAnon? <laughs> oh, you must have missed.
1: Back in March, Dan Bishop held a uh, gun raffle with none other than QAnon uh, insurrectionist sympathizer Lauren Boebert. You know, they held a gun raffle in Union County for a raise money for his campaign, yeah. and while Dan Bishop was holding that fundraiser. I was holding a virtual food drive. It's called my Instant Impact Program, okay. where I raised over 10,000 so si- 10, huh? meals to feed the hungry in our district. That's and great. so far, my program has provided over 216,000 meals to folks here in the district who are struggling to put food on the table, children who are only getting one meal a day through their school lunch program. That damn Bishop wants to kill off because he doesn't think we can afford it.
0: All right, it. so just to be clear, the, the evidence of the QAnon uh, affiliation is that he was at a fundraiser with Lauren Boebert. Uh, the congresswoman.
1: Well, he refuses to denounce QAnon, and he speaks the rhetoric. Okay. I mean, he equated back Black Lives Matter group to violent, uh, uh, and, and, you know, he... he, he
0: well, they were kind of violent at some point. Unite the right? you, he right. said
1: LGBTQ people were uh, like the Taliban. I mean, he, he, you know, if the district wasn't gerrymandered so he would win, voters would not elect him to serve.
0: Okay, Scott Huffman, hang on the line. We have more with him in a minute. News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT. My guest is Scott Huffman. He's running for uh, North Carolina's 8th Congressional District. His website, scotthuffman.com. You mentioned economics, uh, economic issues that are affecting people. We got the number today about May inflation being 8.6%. I think that's a record, and if you actually had... You calculated it the way they used to calculate it. It's like twice as high. Uh, And so this is hurting people. So I'm curious, um, you know, you can feel free to elaborate here, but I will pose it in this fashion, which is, do you believe that printing as much money as we did, as quickly as we did, do you think printing money rapidly causes inflation?
1: You know, I, I would think that the price gouging by the oil companies at the gas pump is the real issue that's leading to inflation because it has a direct correlation to shipping of the goods uh, everything that gets to the supermarket and when those supermarkets have to pay more to have those goods brought that we consume then it's really about the price gouging that we're experiencing at the pump you know hey i, I feel the pain i spent eighty dollars mm-hmm. the other day just to fill up my gas tank and you know we had a bill before congress That was going to go after price gouging and try to affect this issue, but Dan Bishop voted no. Okay, so looks like he wants us to continue.
0: All right, Scott, hang on. I'm going to run out of time with you, so I I just want to be. I just want to say this up front. I get all of the press releases from your party and candidates. So well, I, I see all of these arguments. No, no. My party.
1: I'm speaking my own
0: experience. i I know you are. I'm just letting you know. I'm not making any accusations. I'm just letting you know. I know all of these arguments. I know all of these talking points, essentially. I know I know what they are. That's why I'm asking the question the way I did. So you say most of the inflationary pressure right now we're seeing is, uh, is due to the price gouging by the oil companies. But my question was, does printing more money cause inflation? Do you believe that to be true? Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'd like to research more of that. No, I mean, that's fair. Do you believe it's true that printing money? I mean, we had no problem printing more money for the rich, so that the taxpayers would pay off a two point three trillion dollar tax break. I mean, and they put that on, uh, put that on the. Uh, working class credit card to the government. I mean, Dan Bishop had no problem redistributing tax dollars to the extreme rich, and that's exactly what's happening. And here we are. We're redistributing our dollars to the oil companies who are ripping us off at the pump. Right. I mean, the pro- the barrel of the price of barrel oil mm-hmm. is the same thing it was uh, back in 2008. Yet w- we're paying more for gas at the same price it was. Right. I mean, you know, I'm an everyday everyday guy just like <clears throat> you, man, and we, I feel the pain. And I, if I get to washington i'll do something about it
0: okay so uh last question this is on the topic of gun control i've seen your tweets on the on gun control um and you asked earlier this week if you need more than 15 rounds in a magazine clip you should be in a witness protection program or on the battlefield as a trained member of the armed forces um so the your fundamental point here was that you don't need more than 15 rounds in a magazine um and so Is uh, Why did you arrive at the 15 round number for the size of the magazine? Uh, First off, why 15? Why not fewer? Why not more? But why 15? And then the follow up then is uh, what about a business owner who is uh, defending their business during a riot, for example? What if they need more than 15 rounds to protect their own life and property?
1: Well, look i 'll say right now i 'm a supporter of the Second Amendment. I own my own guns. I have rifles, I have handguns. The key thing here that we need to ensure that we 're doing is that when somebody has uh, a weapon like that that we have gun safety that 's why I support violent history checks, red flag laws that 's why I uh, support the ban of assault weapons and especially I think we need to raise the age to 21, just like you got to have to smoke a cigarette, like you have to have a drink. You know, I think that we need to close these gun, hole, gun show loopholes. You know, okay. And, and really, as, as a military person, I had to go through training every year to make sure I knew how to use the weapon that I was given in the military.
0: Okay, why? You know, but
1: so I don't think it's unreasonable to have safety certification every four years. Okay, I mean, we don't why use
0: weapons of war in the public domain? Okay, why 15? 15 rounds. Well,
1: fifteen rounds seems like uh, an okay number okay. to have in a clip. I don't see that being a major problem. I think that's middle ground because I certainly don't think we need one with thirty or larger magazines.
0: Okay, so then what of the uh, uh, what what of the business owner that is being swarmed by you know dozens of people that are seeking to do harm to him and his business during a riot situation? He would need more than fifteen rounds. What what of that scenario?
1: So you are. You, so you are. So you're telling me that if the guy has a gun, he's only going to have one clip of bullets to help him. I, he I, might. The way I've seen these people, I mean, I have several clips mm-hmm. for my handgun yeah. and and stuff. So I, I I really don't think that is uh, uh, the issue. But you know, how often does a riot happen? I mean, when's the last riot we've seen? But you know, we can't legislate that. We can't legislate that a person can have more than one clip. You know.
0: Right. Okay. I, so I, then, I don't then to your do anything to okay. impact Fine.
1: people's rights to their guns.
0: Okay. So to that point, then um, they would have multiple magazines, as you mentioned, and I agree with you on that. And anybody who does any kind of practice with the firearms, they're going to be able to swap out those magazines very quickly. So a fifteen magazine, a fifteen round magazine, simply having two of them doesn 't really make a discernible difference because they 're just going to be able to swap out the magazines they well, can you're, do that you're assuming,
1: but, but, but aren 't you assuming that if there is a, a rush on this man i mean come on pete you 're saying that that if he shoots one person who 's a rioter that 's coming in. That that the others aren't going to see that this guy's serious and they should back off? Yeah, some I mean, might. You know, you don't you know, need to talk about things. The question, that, you know, the, the example... For God's, sakes, for God's sakes, Pete, 19 children were killed. Their hands were decapitated.
0: That. Now you're that in... horrible. I agree. Horrible Why would you think I would disagree with that? An
1: 18-year-old got that gun. Why would
0: you think I would disagree with that? There had
1: been a red flag law that would have had a mandatory waiting Scott. period...
0: We're out of time.
1: Prevented that,
0: Scott. I'm sorry. We're out of time. Uh,
1: I hope we can come back on the show. Uh I'd love to talk to you more.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.